Hey guys, welcome to The Currents Podcast. I'm Faith. I'm Richard. And I'm Franco. We will be exploring the Bible at our current level of understanding. And we invite you on this journey with us. Hey guys, welcome to episode 15, the big one five. Mm. We're, we're in the big time now, guys. Yes. <laughs> How cool. Yeah, 15 cool. episodes, halfway to 30. Yes. Halfway oh. to 30. That's that's crazy to Which think is about. also Faith's age. Oh! 15 or 30? 30. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. The big three. Anyway. Yeah, so um, this is a really, really cool episode. Um, definitely going to be one of my favorites, I think. Um, so I actually have. Oh, not, we have our friend Joel, um, wh- who we've been friends with for quite a few years. Um, haven't seen them for a while just because um, they've moved up to Brisbane, which I has know. been really cool, but also sad. Um, but yeah, have been just uh, really cool to, um, I don't know, just be friends. And uh, I've really seen and mm. now uh, come to know more of your journey, I think, with your, the Bible, because it seems like you've really done your digging since you've been up there. Yeah. yeah. Which has been really cool. We were holding it back, apparently. But you pushed me into it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> great. But uh, tell us about yourself, man. Yeah, so anyway, as Franco said, my name's Joel Handley. I was here in Melbourne for... About nine months, um, so a very short-lived journey, but still really effective. You know, yeah. the impact that Faith, Richard, and Franco made on my life was <laughs> it's just incredible. You know, and it's making us cry. Yeah, I know, it's yeah. so emotional. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be the person I am today without them. And oh. I'm just really honoured to be on the show. Long-time listener, obviously, <laughs> first time. Um, actually being here so yeah yeah what an honor yeah, yeah. well we've been yeah. wanting you to do an episode for ages yeah. so he's with yeah. us for the easter weekend happy easter actually happy. no it's yeah. not easter, it's not easter. <laughs> it won't be easter when you guys listen to it but <laughs> hope you had a great easter it's yes. the future yeah. it's the future four weeks in after the <laughs> after yes. easter sorry guys it's so good but joel's got a lovely wife who's also mm-hmm. our friend georgia and a little mm. baby jasper oh, who's so yeah. yeah, I'm his favorite. No, uh, he smiles with joy. I don't know. Oi, me. they let me babysit he, him a whole night. They left me with him. That's true. He saw me first. Anyway, let's go. <laughs> but anyway, this is about Joel. Tell us about your accent because obviously you've got one. Well, that's quite odd because I've been here for 21 years and I still haven't managed to shake it. So I think at this stage, it's actually just going to be part of me. Yeah. I think every time I take a step forward, I end up taking maybe two steps back because like I was working on shaking my accent. I've been here. I've done all of my schooling here in Australia, by the way. You probably wouldn't be able to tell, but... Uh, yeah, I have a complete Australian education. <laughs> I say H, not H. Um, That's true. But, yeah, like I met my wife in 2015 and she's also a very passionate Kiwi. And <laughs> then that kind of affects how I talk as well because our conversations together. Yeah, yeah. 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 I wonder yeah. what Jasper's um, accent is going to be. Oh, yes. That'll be very interesting. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see, won't it? Yeah. 
Love that. Very good. Well, we are continuing with our Experience of God Mm. series. Guys, we hope you have been blessed Mm. by it, that it's helped in your experience of God. Um, Please send us the questions if you're listening on Spotify so we can do a QA and a at the end of the series. We'd love to ask your questions. Probe Mm. us. Ask the deep (laughs) questions. Gosh. Reveal. (laughs) Let us reveal to you. Uh, Just... Just insight. If there's anything that you yeah. guys want to know, we can try and answer it at our current level of understanding. So, yeah. The plug's very beneficial because, you course. know, they're yeah. not listening at the moment. But yeah. when I plug it, then they'll go and listen to it. <laughs> yeah. no. So good. But, but today's, sorry, episode. No, go for it. Um, so, yeah, today's episode is going to be about Joel's experience of God and what you've um, been journeying with in terms of your relationship and how that's gone and stuff like that so i very much look forward to that and i'm assuming the person listening would too <laughs> yeah yeah so let's um let's jump straight in yeah so i'm going to um talk about more so my struggles with god and my relationship yeah. my past so my actual deep relationship with god actually probably didn't really start until about um maybe 2019 thereabouts yeah. or 2018 i'd mm-hmm. say yeah um before that I was more so not so much coasting off my parents relationship mm. with God but just um at an idle point just not really going forward not really going backwards mm. um mm. which is more so going backwards <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway good. so I've broken it down into three categories Ooh. Um, Ooh, yeah like three's a good number yeah three is a great number isn't it <laughs> yeah um, so the first one I wanted to talk about is feeling like I don't fit in well with the church community. Mm-hmm. So that was something okay. that I, and this is once like a, once again, like a lie from the enemy that yeah, we've been told to yeah. keep us from connecting with people. Yeah. Just to say like, for the record, going to church doesn't make you a Christian. I guess an old time saying, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. I believe you definitely do need a mentor in your life mm. and that's mm. like it's the people around you that are actually going to help make you grow and these people that's around me right now actually were <laughs> the very reason why i'm sitting here and being mm. able to share my life and how i've grown <laughs> so much actually these people right here saw a very different job mm. when i was living here in melbourne i was very stagnant in my relationship with god not very um, not very much growth happening so when I was uh, kind of, when I first met Georgia, mm. she, um, we were kind of going to a few different churches mm-hmm. and I was seeing the kind of people at church and I was just like, these people just don't seem real. They don't mm. seem like they've seen the same problems. They just kind mm. of seem like they're nearly like robots. Like, hello, I am <laughs> um, Christian believer number four, two, zero. How many I make your acquaintance today? You know, yeah. like. It's like yeah. these people haven't been through struggles. They don't know what, you know, mm-hmm. they haven't been through mm-hmm. what I've, because yep. they're just so friendly and polite. Like, I don't want to be vulnerable with these <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah, right. um, yeah. But, like, little did I know that they they have, you know, we've all mm. walked this life. It's mm. just a lie that I'm hearing mm. to uh, keep me from being able to progress. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, that's good. So, yeah, I developed, I went through... You know, I went to a new church and mm. I um, I met you guys as well, you know, <laughs> yeah. and I realized that this is all a lie. Like once I kind of pressed in mm. to um, 
a group of people, I actually realized that these people that I can be vulnerable with, I can mm. tell my experience mm. and I'm not going to um, be judged or persecuted That's for true. that. Yeah. So, so, sorry, just with, with that, then I have a question because mm-hmm. um, I guess the thing that for me, um, I can understand and see the point of view that you're coming from yeah. in terms of just like when you come to church, how, um, I don't know, people just seem to usually try and bring their best because it yeah. seems like that's what church is, is like you're meant to try and present your best self kind of thing. Wearing a church mask. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for me then, what do you, what do you think when you, came to, when you came to church is the thing that made it feel or made it feel like that was telling the lie for you? Was it that you just kept seeing everyone's good side or was it that there was something about like this expect expectation coming to church i i definitely needed a push mm. and once again like i'm actually probably more naturally introverted yeah my wife is very naturally introverted yeah so she's just like i want you to i want you to meet these people i want you to and she mm. push me into like quite physically push me into <laughs> circles after church and she's like you got to meet these people i'm like yeah. ah no <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, but, you know, we'd, we'd get talking and I'd realise mm. these people are a lot like mm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and at the start, yeah, it could be awkward and I might, yeah. might want to hide a little bit of myself. Yeah. yeah. Um, but can I also just say it is really important to mm. have a mentor mm-hmm. in church, no. someone that you yeah. can look up to and not yeah. just someone that is... Yeah. Like, not Amazing. just from the pulpit, <laughs> yeah. but someone... And yeah. It could be the person that's speaking yeah. Yeah, at the yeah. pulpit, but it has to be our, someone yeah. that they can speak into your life yeah. on a personal yeah. level. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And, and someone who's not just, like, a couple of steps in front of you, but someone yeah. who's way ahead of yeah. you. Yeah, like exactly. like, a lot yeah. more than you have. Yeah, that's good. Um, because that's probably where things started to change massively mm. for me. To, so, yeah, yeah I, I think that knowing someone that can help you and assist you through uh-huh. the time that you're going through yeah. is mm. yeah is what will help you out with that. I don't know if anyone else has been through that struggle mm. with um, feeling like you maybe don't belong in the yeah. church community. Yeah, it, it yeah. does seem like that. I think yeah. I think growing up in a church, um, sometimes it does seem like that everyone speaks mm. the Christian language yeah, yeah, and behaves Christianese and it's like <laughs> It's like a, yeah. you know, cut and paste, copy, yeah. cut and paste sort of thing. I think... Um, and it takes actually being in a relationship with people to... Yeah. I think also... To get that. Uh, we, we all grew up in a church community. Here, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, um, and you see, because you can kind of get desensitized to church mm, a little yeah. bit, like the same God, like you see people that walk into church out of like coming out of like heavy addiction or something like that. Yeah. And they're all of a sudden on fire, like... Yeah, flip right. a switch. Yeah. And, you know, for us, church has been like, we've been dragged out of bed every, <laughs> every <laughs> Sunday for what, the last 20, 27 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's nearly like a different relationship. Yeah. And it's something that we have to really, you know, keep our yeah. cutting edge sharp mm. yeah. with. Can I ask a question? Yeah, you <laughs> like stopping Franco from talking yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. So can then I, if I were to um, come back to like your first point or struggle, yeah, yeah. so how did your then um, feeling of not fitting in within that church community then affect your experience or relationship with God? Mm, good question. Well, yeah, okay. So I'm looking back to the points where like I didn't, 
actually, you know, fit into the church community and kind of thinking about my relationship with God now that you've just asked mm. that. And I actually, like, I don't really see much of a relationship at all. Like, I, mm. I wasn't actually, I wasn't actually going after God at all. Like, mm. I, I can't see any time at that point where I was praying other than maybe, like, if I needed something, mm. I might mm. pray. I definitely wasn't reading the Word. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, I mm. I wasn't worshipping. I, I wouldn't deliberately put on worship music in the yeah. car or anything like that. So, yeah. I'd say, yeah, that was quite detrimental. Yeah, because mm. I find that really interesting because even you were saying a bit before that it wasn't until you kind of came into a community. Um, and I wouldn't even say it was quotation marks church. Like, yeah, yes, yeah. you met us at church, but I would say it was our connect group. So, guys, yeah. we were all in yeah. a connect group together. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm a very <laughs> – our connect groups are very different. <laughs> we're in the sense of I pray when we get deep and vulnerable. Yeah. But we got deep yeah. and vulnerable really fast. Really, like the yeah, first far, night together yeah. when I got you and Georgia mm. coming, it was literally just us and one yeah. other person. And we were like, wow, this is Joel and Georgia. But I would almost say we then started to – so you shift in each other because mm. we always, like, yep. we encouraged each other. But yeah. I think there was something in that that helped you be vulnerable and real with where you're at mm-hmm. so then you can actually yeah. move forward, And which reminds me of your sermon Correct. that you preached the other <laughs> week. And the, the funny thing about that is if you'd asked me, like, from my personality point of view, yeah. if I would like to get deep and vulnerable in a conversation... Yeah. <laughs> I would say absolutely not. Yeah. But if you ask me in like a spiritual standpoint and what I need to yeah. grow, I'd be like, yeah, absolutely, yes. Yeah. So I need this. Yeah. But like it's like the two, like my spiritual and like my mental state of being Dude. are like having a clash oh, here because so like because I'm I'm quite introverted. Yeah. I was like, I, I don't want to get vulnerable. Yeah. But I know that I need to and I know that lately, because I know that my you know, my inner spiritual being needs to thrive mm. but i can kind of overcome my um mm. my introvert yeah mm. that's that's good insight because i never really thought about it like that because yeah. i am an introvert as well if well obviously you know this, yeah, but yeah. Like, um yeah i think for me like i'd never really thought about it like that and that makes a lot of sense so that's really cool um and i think back to what faith said i think there was just something and that's i think why our connect group went so well is because we were we were already trying to be quite vulnerable with each other. Yes. And then when Joel and Georgia came, you guys just like Clicked. were so willing. That <laughs> it got just, so deep. It we were like, wow, just like, okay. Yeah, we're yeah. just like, hey, so what do you think? And you guys just went, well, this is what we think. And we're like, whoa. Uh, <laughs> I was not expecting it. Yeah, we're like, okay, this is first time, okay? We we're just going to go for it. And we're all just like, okay, I guess we get serious now. Yeah, but that was a blessing of our, like yeah. I would say like yeah. it's actually so great that we've been able to get together this yeah. weekend and oh, yeah. be all together yeah. as a group yeah. that we are because mm. we've just missed it so much. Yeah. Like us three, like Richard, Franco and I, like we love each other, but mm. like – we see each other all the time, but yeah. then with you guys, it's like, oh, the group is back. Like, yeah. yes, we, we're going to the zoo today. It'll be great. Yeah. We're, but, we're kidnapping them, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, cool. I'm prophesying that they're going to be coming back to Melbourne. Whoa, he's probably on a podcast. I'll, 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 put an, I'll put an amen on that. <laughs> amen. Um, but yeah. anyway, no pressure. Continue, Joel. <laughs> um, so I believe that, once again, going back, it's kind of 
a little bit of pressure maybe from my wife mm. um, and she's kind of pushing me mm. into circles to make connections because she knew how important it was. I, yeah. I was thinking of it just as friends. as like, I can yeah. pick and choose my friends, yeah. but she was seeing the bigger picture. Mm. Yeah. From the start, I was like, no, nah, these are people that are going to yeah. speak into your life. These mm. are actually, this, this is not just surface level friendship. This mm. is actually people that yeah. are going to yeah. um, change your life and impact your yeah, life. That's cool. And she, I guess she was seeing that from the start. She yeah. was um, putting me in places that was actually going to impact me. Mm. And I guess you guys can probably um, be witness to kind of how I was when I was living in Melbourne to kind of how I've, you know, how yeah. I've grown over the years. Yeah. And it's kind of, I was feeling a little bit nervous because when I was first asked to do the podcast, it's like, guys, I swear I've changed. <laughs> I was like, if you're nervous about having me on the podcast, I'm not the same person I was when I was in Melbourne. You know, I, I have grown a lot spiritually. Which, which I will testify yeah. to because the last time I saw you, we couldn't stop talking. Well, yeah. every time he calls me to catch up, we end up talking about the Bible. And yeah. then last night, yeah, him we and Franco, yeah. they wouldn't, they, they weren't even including me in the conversation. I was like, you know what? Go out and buy some things because you guys aren't going to stop talking. But I think just even seeing your journey mm. and how you've just put yourself in places that you'd rather not be in and then um, see this hunger for God grow in you and then even now you being in Brisbane, like you make it a daily effort and you've set up the environments for you to receive Mm. and experience God and we are hearing that even far away from Melbourne um, when you, however far Brisbane is, (laughs) lots of miles. But it's a testament, I think, to the discipline but also the community that you've intentionally or George has intentionally put you in um, and how that's fostered a really strong faith. Mm. And Mm. I kind of love it because we always go on about how important community is. Of course. And it's not just for the sake of going to quotation marks church and Mm. hear me because you should be going to church on a Sunday. I believe that is incredibly important. But it is a community in which you find that you journey Mm -hmm. with in that deep level that actually encourages you to keep going when you don't want to or when you want to slack off or whatever it is. Like it's so important. Yeah, it's accountability. Yeah. We we can't just be spectators. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a spectators game. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like you have just as much of a part to Mm. play in this whole game as the person at the pulpit. Like you are so much more, like, or you're just equally involved in this yeah. kind of game yeah. that we're playing mm-hmm. is yeah just anyone around you and we have mm. we kind of bear that same it's near it's not a burden but we bear the same weight you know to yeah. bring people in and, yeah. yeah yeah and totally. i think it like shows the again the importance of community in the sense of mm. like how much your faith can actually struggle when you're doing it on your own, oh, yeah. <laughs> like we, oh, yeah. like we, we say, oh, we don't need to go to church. I'm fine on my own and spending time with my own type of yeah. group of friends who aren't Christian. And we, we somehow sell ourselves that it is okay. But really like we need, we're built for people. We're mm-hmm. built to be within community. Man yeah. was not yeah. meant to be alone. No. Yeah. Absolutely. It sounds like that was written in the Bible somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, so community, what, what else, um, then going on from that? So, you, so that, um, finishing my first point, we'll roll on to the second point. Um, so not seeking God in my decisions mm. and that's been a big one. I, 
believe that I'm very independent. I I like to be able to make my own decisions. And yeah. Join kind the club, of, bro. I'm in I'm in command, you know. Yeah. Um, Preach. And there's a lot of things that's happened in my life that would reflect that. <laughs> now, yeah. a lot of things. I this is also uh, just a testament to how great Jesus is. Mm-hmm. That God will just bless me through my own kind of unfaithfulness of not seeking Him. Yeah. In my decisions. Amen. So. I don't know if I've actually told you guys this, but when I did move to Melbourne, yeah. I gave Georgia about a week and a half notice. I got the call saying <laughs> I got the job, and then I just messaged her. I was like, "Hey, I got a job in Melbourne. We have to, or I have to move down there in about a week and a half." Um, did you so, left yeah. her for a few months before she came down? Yeah, yeah. When Faith says left her, she means like physically left. We weren't yeah, actually sorry, yeah, not separated. Yeah, not separated. <laughs> Yeah, because she also needed to organise her things and give her job proper notice, not one and a half weeks. <laughs> but I accepted a job. I moved down to Melbourne and I did not consult God in mm. any of that. I did not even, I don't even think I prayed once mm. about that. I was just like, I was yeah. so happy. I got a job, you know, I did it under my own strength. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, that's interesting. Yeah, and it was such a big life decision, but I didn't, yeah. I didn't even talk to God about it. And... Mm. He blessed her. He blessed me through it. Mm. But I'm just wondering how, you know, all of these life decisions would have gone yeah. if, you know, I consulted God mm. first. Like, I was, my life has been changed and I've been impacted by you guys as well. And that's just a testament to how faithful yeah. God is. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, um, I just wonder how things would be different if, you know, I consulted, if I got mm. that peace mm. before. Because yeah. it was hard for a little bit living away from. Yeah. Georgia, you know, and yeah. you know, there at the start there were definitely very, uh, very negative impacts mm. on it. Mm. Um, mm. So other things in my life, like I decided to just, um, you know, I took up flying. I quit my job and I mm. studied full time for nearly two years, and Gosh. Georgia was supporting me. Yeah. And I, I don't think I prayed once. And these are massive life yeah. decisions that I should mm. really be, mm. you know, meditating on. Mm. And I, d- I didn't pray once about it. And now, like, I, I have, like, nearly just, like, a small hindrance in my day. And I'll be like, God, I need help here. <laughs> like, I'll be, I, um, it's actually really good because I work by myself 99% of the time. And no one will be around me, so I'll either have worship music playing or I'll, um, you know, I'll just be able to have like a constant yeah. communication with God mm. during the day, mm. and something will be like a little bit irritating or hard, and like God, I just need help. <laughs> <laughs> Show me something, like, and it, it's good because like you know, God wants your struggles. He doesn't mm, just want like your routine prayers. Yeah, or yeah, exactly. Like exactly. I heard like a really great message is like if all your prayers that you're praying for came true. Mm. Would the world actually look different, mm. or, uh, like, or would you just be eating blessed food? Mm. So, good. yeah, like, I, I do, I have that ability to be able to have like nearly like a constant communication with God because mm. I can just kind of be in that that's, like, that's what meditative it's state to be like. uh, most of the day because I'm mm. by myself. I'm not yeah. really distracted. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's very good. Yeah, that's really cool, and I think that's very evident in, um, like just seeing the difference of how like when you left compared to how you came mm. back it's just there's so much like i feel like mm. your bible knowledge has 
I don't know how many times like over multiplied, like, Huge. but yeah. it's just, yeah. it was, it's been very refreshing. And I think quite encouraging to see you push so much into it that it's like, wow, do I know my stuff? <laughs> Not as a comparison, but just like at the same time, it's like, I think there's just very much a return in, 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 um, seeing how you've, uh, pushed in your journey that actually encourages the people around you oh, as well definitely, really yeah. cool. definitely. Um, I do have one question though. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely now this is very important okay. for spiritual yeah. growth have you prayed for a good parking spot yet oh, for today at the zoo or oh, on general yeah, yeah in general um, ever Yes, yeah, actually, we do the car park <laughs> prayer quite a lot. You yeah. did it with me when I was in Brisbane. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. oh, maybe I'm just, maybe it's so natural. That's a very Christian That's the most Christian yeah. thing I feel like. I, I do pray that we get a good car park today at the zoo. I'm, I'm just prophesying that. Um, Declaring it in the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, but now, you know, that's completely changed as well. Like, so mm. we, we have some big decisions on our plate, like we want to, we want to be able to get a house. Yeah, and we were in Melbourne. In Melbourne. <laughs> uh, we were, we were actually given quite a bit of money for a deposit. It was such a blessing. Wow. Yeah, and then I had something else, like, and it was absolutely one hundred percent God's work come up on our plate. Mm. Um, and I was like, you know what? I don't want anything holding me back from being able to do God's work. Mm. So God, if it's your will, yeah. I will return this money. We won't yeah. buy a house. Mm. Yeah. Because if I need to be able to put everything down and, you know, cut all attachments with, you know, yeah. big bills or things like that, I want to be able to drop everything and do your yeah. work. That's mm. so and So we sat on that and meditated. And yeah. then we, you know, we got clarification in the end. But, you know, yeah. it was just that disattachment. It was yeah. like, it was being able to, you know, give back money mm. like, and these uh, quite large Imagine, lump sums yeah. of money this is a house deposit yeah. that we could have um Gosh. we were just about to give back yeah. yeah and we sat in that and we prayed but you know a past joel would have been like take the money and <laughs> i would have been that i think yeah. i think everyone would be like yeah so <laughs> it, i was actually i'm not i'm trying not to boast but i was actually very proud of you know mm. being able to be in that mm. position georgia and i probably could have brought a house Mm. Um, yeah, could, we could have put it down on a deposit maybe four or five months ago. I've been yeah. in a, quite a well-paying job, and Gosh. you know she's doing yeah. she's doing well as well. So you know we're we're both working full time. Mm. But we that, yeah we we've just been sitting and praying. Mm. Yeah, that's so good. And um, I think that's amazing. And just even hearing the stories of like you guys like being yeah. able to get yourselves out of debt and just being able to serve God more and being yeah. able to have more flexibility in terms of who you can bless and all the rest of it. Mm. Um, so it's just been such a cool thing to see how God's just um, been blessing mm. um, your yeah. faithfulness. Um, but I guess to even to take it a step back and mm. just ask, like, obviously, you said that seeking the Lord in your everyday decisions yeah. um, has been a massive catalyst in terms mm. of your relationship with God. Yeah. And so how do you think it's added, like, genuinely seeking him and meditating, to use your yeah. words, on big life decisions and even the small things like a car park or whatever? Yeah. Um, how is that added to your experience of God? Because it almost sounds like you've just got, like, 
assuming like obviously we're all flawed and so we all have yeah, our moments yeah. and all the rest <laughs> yeah, of it, yeah. but having this open line of communication with God yeah. that seems very evident, not just in this recording, but yeah. just... Yeah, um, I personally believe that you need to start small. Like you can't expect that you can't. Yes, like you're sure. just going to, you know, have um, be trusted with, you know, all of a sudden uh, massive decisions that God's going to put on your plate. I started off with seeking God just to, and I gave him, uh, this is before I had the ability to, you know, give him nearly my whole day. Mm. I gave him my, pretty much my whole morning. Mm. I would, start I would have breakfast. <laughs> I'd have breakfast and I was listening to podcasts. I was listening yeah. to Bible plan apps mm. and, you know, I get in the car and I drive about an hour, sometimes an hour and a half. And I was listening to, um, the Bible Project, great, mm. great yeah. um, podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know if it's as good as this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah, we have more fans. Yeah, oh, fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and that made me more and more hungry mm. for God. And then God just started putting more and more on my plate. Like it's like if yeah. I can trust you with a little, like if you yeah. can give me, it's like God saying, if you can give me a little bit, yeah, I can trust you with that. Mm. I can trust you with a lot more. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's exactly how it's replicated and how I've found it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. So, oh, you go for it. The phone. Oh, right. <laughs> so I guess like what you're saying is the more you draw closer to him, the more he gives you a capacity to receive. Yeah. More yeah. Of expanded right. capacity, yeah. and yeah. that's something that you yeah, yeah you pray for mm-hmm. expanded capacity. So, so what then for you? Is it is do you think was the thing that really started to change the way that so before because it seems almost the way it sounds like it just really became a quick thing where you just got really close to God but what was that actual process in terms of what do you feel like really changed in your head was it the way that you looked at God or was it the way that you um, kind of like uh, approached God was it the way that um, you saw the people around you do it or or mm. what was what was the the change for you that was like the vital yeah. thing that actually brought you closer to God, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, the, the people around me, I'd say, mm. and this is going back kind of to um, point number one, community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where I needed people I to um, people to be mentors in my life mm. and people to hold me accountable. And I remember Faith actually saying, probably in one of my last weeks, <laughs> and... I was there, like, so stagnant in Melbourne. She was talking about, like, the things that she's seen. Yeah. It's incredible. Like, if you ever meet Faith, ask about some of the stuff yeah, that she's, she's seen. Yeah, she's one of the it's, weird Christians. It's, yeah. in, it's absolutely incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I won't get into it. Anyway, and I was like, man, I would love to... Yeah. Um, I'd love to see what you've seen, Faith. Yeah. Um, and she was just, like... She quite boldly said, <laughs> she's like... Well, if you want it, you know, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> yeah. you need to, you need to hunger after it. <laughs> yeah. You can't just sit there like yeah. stagnant. And she was 100% right. And yeah. I actually could probably trace yeah. everything back to kind of that one statement. Yeah. And I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> it shook me. Like, I was like, at the time, I was like, oh, it's a bit, it's a bit bold. <laughs> and then, like, yeah. And, and and so like the change for you was just like um instead of yeah it's just like it's just like well if I want something I'm obviously gonna have to go yeah after like it. I can't yeah I can't expect to what stand is it, still 
Sit on your... What? 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 <laughs> no, where, where, where are we going with this? What's that phrase? You can't just sit on your loins? No. What? Anyway. There is that phrase. We don't know what we're doing. No, we we'll, we'll keep it in. Mm, yeah. Because you can't just rest on your butt. Yeah, exactly. Laurels, you mean. Rest on your laurels. Yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs> Scratch that, guys. <laughs> Laurels, yeah, that sounds a lot better than loins, whatever that is. Oh, yeah. well, just, okay, moving on. Um, yeah, so uh, so you said you had three points. So what was the third point? So my third point, and I actually think that everyone struggles with this. So I'm yeah. going to, um, I'll, I'll kind of make a statement of what I struggle with personally in this kind of category. Yeah. But it's distractions. Oh, mm. my God. Yeah. So yeah. this is probably not so as personal to mm. me. Mm. But I'll talk about kind of some of the experience of how I've shaken distractions mm. out of my life. Yep. Mm. Um, so when my baby Jasper was first born, yeah, I was sitting there. I was getting home late from work and I was just kind of saying, God, I need more time. Mm. I Jasper was just going to bed. I wasn't getting much time to play with him. Sometimes I was getting no time. I was I was getting home and Jasper would already be asleep. And I was like, oh, yeah. this really sucks. I'm not yeah. spending my week mm. with Jasper. Mm. And I was like, God, I need more time. I need more time. Mm. And God, then does anyone else get a notification on you're all Android users, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, iPhone users, you'd know this. You get a notification on your phone once a week yeah. that says how much time you've spent on certain apps. Oh. And it's like a review. Yeah. Right after I prayed that prayer, <laughs> I then got a notification of how much time I spent on social media for the week. I was like, okay, God. I, I know what you my need, time. <laughs> I know what you need, need to do. And, like, it was quite a confronting amount of time. Mm. No, I think, and, and I'm pretty sure if everyone boiled down yeah. how much time they spend on social media, it would be very confronting. Yeah, 100%. And that is very kind of convenient that right after I was like, God, I need more time. And my phone went ding. I was like, you spent this many hours on social media today. I was like, oh. Um, yeah, so I was like, yeah, okay. And right then and there, I... Um, deactivated, like fully got rid of my Facebook, so I can't actually log back in. Same with Instagram, other social media forms. It's like that's that's been mm, really good. That's, so that's a distraction that's awesome. that I shook off my yeah, life. Um, wow. I've actually prayed that exact prayer again, actually two weeks ago, and I actually even said after I prayed that prayer, I was like, oh, God, I don't even know how you're going to do it because I've nearly like. I was fasting, by the way. I was mm. doing a Daniel fast. So I'd nearly <laughs> shaken everything out of my life. Wow. I was like, I am like stretched to the point where I'm like, I don't think I'm working very thin at the moment <laughs> of everything. Like, I'm not spending any time on my mm. phone mm. and I still have to go to work, right? Yeah. And I'm I'm a one-man show at work, so there's nothing else. Like, yeah. No one's, no one's helping me. Yeah. And... I was like, God, I need more time. And I said, amen. And I was like, oh, I don't know how he's going to do that. And then the next morning I go on to work and the, the pay lady says, hey, we recognize that you've been working really hard and you're mm-hmm. stretched thin, like you're burning at both ends. Yeah. So one day a week, we're just going to give that day to you. <laughs> and 
You can just schedule the roster however you want. You can drag and drop hours from other jobs to try and, you know, um, bring jobs hours, like, or smaller and kind of trickle everything into one day. Oh, my So gosh. you're not getting home late. I was like. That's amazing. Wow. Wow. Because <laughs> I did not. And she said, we'll do this and you can have that one day a week until we'll get another person on to help you. How that, so Oh, wow. I was not expecting that. God is faithful. Yeah, God is faithful. And it's funny because it's just after I was just like. I don't even think God can do that, you know. <laughs> that is amazing. And, and, and look at us putting limits on God. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, I think it might have nearly even been because I said, I don't even know if can do that. And he's like, really? He's like, Watch me. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, so God, cool. I don't know if you can get me $1.5 million <laughs> by the end of the week. <laughs> oh, gosh. Obviously reasonable prayers. Yeah, yeah so. it was a bold prayer. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, hey. Um. But can I just say two things? I think one, like, you know what you want and you're going after it and you're mm-hmm. working really, really hard to pave the way in terms mm-hmm. of your relationship with God, wanting to be a good husband and a good father, like, you know, you're not just resting on your laurels, um, but you're yeah. genuinely working hard. But then also you're setting up an environment in which for you to flourish. Yeah. And I think that is incredibly mm-hmm. important in yeah. our faith, the way that we posture ourselves with just other stuff in general. But if we're not setting up the right environment, mm-hmm. um, we're actually doing ourselves a disservice and we're actually limiting what we can receive mm-hmm. and give. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I think, you know, moving the distract, like the distractions on your phone, if that is like, it's like people be like, Oh, you know, I spend time, like I make time with the Lord in the morning um, and I'd mm-hmm. use the Bible plan on my phone, but then I get distracted and then my time's over. It's like, Okay, go get an actual physical Bible so you're not distracted with something. Mm. Or, you know, yeah. for me, I when I spend time with God, I can't just, I don't know how people do it when they wake up and they just spend, like they don't even get out of their bed, they just read their Bible. Yeah. I would yeah. just fall asleep. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not zoned in. Whereas for me, it takes me getting out of my bed, actually getting dressed and ready first as if like mm. I'm ready to walk out of my house for the day and then spend time with God. Yeah. And I've set up the environment in my house but also myself. Mm. And then that's when I get the most richest time with God because mm. I've set up that environment. Mm. And I just feel like you've so done that with your life. Like you've just mm. set it up for you to be able to take every moment you can with him because, you know, other times it's, if you're not at work, it's Jasper, ah, you know, crying, yeah, you know, yeah. or Georgia watching Disney and flooding the house <clears throat> with Disney music. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> Yeah, um, I think I think for me the thing that I just see that's so evident, and I think this is something that people and that I I've really seen in my life um, that I can relate to is like often we can pray and ask God for things and we go He doesn't answer the prayer that we prayed, um, mm. and we go Why? Um, but you're a perfect example of this is where um, when you actually <laughs> when when you pray and go God I need something, and then He shows you what to do. And then you go and do it, and then, and then like after mm. you've completed that thing, God, you can then go, God, I, I have done everything I can. Can you give me more time? Because I, I actually yeah. can't manage more. And then it's not then that's not on your shoulders anymore. But God's like, okay, just because you like yeah. you have been faithful and you've like you've done what I've asked you to do, mm. I will do yeah. something for you. Where I think often us as people, we can go, 
God, I need you to do something. And we have an inkling or like an idea of what God is asking of us or something. And then we go, oh, that's pretty difficult. I don't know if I can yeah. do that. Or we go, I don't know if I have the time for that, God, or something. Yeah, and then, exactly. And yeah. it's like one of those dangerous prayers, like, yeah. God, um, Please humble God me. yeah, humble me. <laughs> or like, uh, expand my capacity. Yeah. It's like, it's one of those prayers yeah, to pray. One. But yeah, when I did pray for more time, the second time, mm. it was like George and I weren't even watching TV because we were part. We did a technology fast. We also, I was also mm. doing a Daniel fast at the same mm-hmm. time. I was like, I have made my life so efficient already, and I still <laughs> don't have enough time. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I I did not see a spare second in my life. Mm. But and I my average was so I was coming home, you know, sometimes like about eight thirty nine o'clock. And it was it was very rough. And then now I'm kind of averaging around um, maybe five five thirty to five thirty. And yeah, it's a massive difference. It mm. makes a huge difference when you can um, come home, spend time with your mm-hmm. family. Yeah, yeah. 100%. yeah. And I'm just seeing, <clears throat> sorry, Eva just. God being faithful with what you're stewarding. Yeah, you know, like I just, I'm like, he, he's being, you're being faithful with what he's given Ooh, you. Yeah. You are stewarding your time. You are mm-hmm. stewarding yeah. your relationships, and because of that, mm. of course, he's going to be yeah. faithful. Yeah. And you know, there's just so many people that we talk to, and it's like, but what are you stewarding with what you already have? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, because it is, he's not going to give you more if he can't exactly. trust you with what yeah. he's already given yeah. you but also it's it's a two-way street mate like yeah. you know yeah. i want to spend time with you i'm already here but make room for me you yeah. know yeah um and you have just done that so beautifully and it's just so encouraging to <clears throat> hear your transformation mm. not just since you've met us because god's already, yeah. Yeah. already yeah. been doing yeah. a work in you yeah. but just yeah. even the journey over the last year since you guys have been in Brisbane mm-hmm. and just, you know, doing our Zoom calls, <laughs> love Zoom, um, and just catching up and just seeing this hunger and fire. Mm-hmm. And, you know, normally I'd be like, Richard, Franco, help me with this scripture <laughs> thing. And then I was like, I'm going to talk to Joel. Joel, what do you think of this scripture? Is this accurately, biblically correct? Because I'm not quite, you know, no, uh, uh, what's the word? I don't know Revelation this well yet, yeah. whereas mm. you really do. And it's just mm. like you can just, mm. and not a comparison thing, but just seeing this genuine yeah. growth. Yeah. And I'm just yeah. hoping that everyone listening is mm. feeling incredibly mm. blessed by what you've just shared mm. with yeah. us. And yeah. guys, send us the questions. I do have one in, question. Go for it. Yeah. Yep. Do we have time? I think we have time. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I remember when, when you were here last we used to talk about hearing from God yeah. quite a bit. Um, can you pinpoint to, like, over the last year or even, like, while you were here, any moments where you actually felt like you were hearing from God and how you dealt with that? Oh, yes, 100%. <laughs> yeah, I hear from God in a very physical form, um, mm. generally for people, actually. Mm-hmm. Um there's something I, I know God really wants me to do, and I've been putting it on the back burner for quite a while until, like, a couple months ago. I was like, yeah, I really need to do that <laughs> um, because I was working on a customer's yacht. I, I work on yachts, by the way, guys. Um, fancy job. <laughs> yeah, fancy job. Um, 
Uh, it's not as luxurious as you think. Like yeah. Doing the actual work side of it. The boat, the boats are nice. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, uh, I was talking to a customer and I said, "What did you do?" And he was like, "Oh, I, w- I was a pilot for you know a small mission organization." And I was like, "Really? What was the name?" And I he said, "MAF." I was like, yeah. "You're joking." You are absolutely joking. I said, these guys have been pursuing <laughs> me for a job for like to work for them for like yeah. two years. Yeah. And I was like, ah, this is probably a sign, you know, <laughs> if I keep on. And I literally said to him, I was like, if I just keep on running from God's word, I'm probably going to get eaten by a whale. Yeah. <laughs> um, just because you're on a boat, it's just yeah. like at one point it's going to happen. <laughs> exactly. And that's like, because I literally get emails. <gasps> you work on boats. Oh, my the whale is so much accessible. God. I just thought you were just referencing Jonah in general. I, I but was. It's I so was. much quicker to you being eaten because yeah. you're on a boat. Uh, and I, yeah. And these these guys that quite literally email me probably like, once a fortnight it's like yeah. hey joel how's it going they literally like know all my family they ask me <laughs> about everything we talk quite a lot and i was like yeah i probably need to you know god's really pushing me towards mission work mm. um, which is what that that company does and they want to get me on board so i'm like all right i need to take the first steps mm. i need to go to bible college so that's what's next for me guys i'm gonna go to bible college <laughs> That's Sweet. really cool. Yeah. Welcome to the club. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so um, good. Yeah. Lots of. That's that's so good, man. Dude, I'm I'm so thrilled for you. Mm. Yeah. 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 Um. So finishing up this episode, do you have any final thoughts or like kind of like if uh, someone's listening and they kind of um heard your story and kind of like what would you say to encourage them and push them? Okay. Uh, so summarizing, mm. I'd say. Step one, mentor, mm. have a mentor, someone you can, someone that's a few steps ahead of you, like mm. uh, you said, Franco. Mm-hmm. Um, and step two, time. And yeah. if that means also um, kind of ridding some distractions out of your life, yeah. then so be it. But yeah. God will honor that time. Yeah. Like like you've seen, you know, God will really, if you know that you're going to be spending, like he'll, if he knows that you're going to be spending that time really well, mm-hmm. He'll amplify. It's like yeah. a, it's nearly like a tithe. You're, yeah. you're giving time 100%. for him. That's good. And then he'll times that tenfold. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah, that's exactly what he did for me. Mm. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's that's all I can really say. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a perfect amount. And I think that's a great way to end the episode. So yeah. thank yeah. you, Joel, for thank coming you on. guys. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Too easy. We so, love you guys. Don't we? <laughs> yeah, we so do. much. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So I guess we'll see you guys on the next episode and I uh, hope you enjoyed it and you have a good rest of the week. Yeah. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.